Welcome to TDOT. It's a beautiful early Monday morning, and we're back with another episode. And today, you know, I've thought about a lot of things to talk about, and sometimes when you're recording podcasts, you get what I like to call a writer's block. But there, there's something that went on over the weekend that I just feel like I need to address uh, as a 33-year-old male who has never been to the actual festival, but uh, my Instagram feed had a few stories from what many people refer to as Coachella, and I don't know, it was a little weird watching it. Uh, I think I'm a little bit past the age of being able to officially attend Coachella, uh, had to actually be there, to have my person not there in spirit, but actually attending the show, and I don't know. There's something about it that really kind of drove me nuts watching some of the content from it. And then, of course, I did, you know, I went to the old Instagrams and uh, went to the Explore tab to see other people who were posting content from Coachella. And, oh, man, it made me just think about why do people attend this thing? Uh, not not to discredit any of the musical acts there. There's a lot of talent. Um, it's probably a really cool thing. And I grew up going to the Warp Tour, uh, so I, I can fully appreciate the fun of a big music event. But the key difference for me when I attended the Warp Tour was I was 17. Like, I was a teenager, and I saw so many adults attending this thing. And not like adults in their 20s, because let's face it, we're not really adults in our 20s. But like a lot of 30-plus-year-olds, 35 Hell, I even saw some 40-year-olds probably, probably some 50-year-olds. And I'm like, where are your kids? Now, I don't have any kids, so that's probably unfair for me to talk about. Uh, And I'm doing this podcast. And the second half of this podcast is going to actually compare and contrast uh, Coachella to WrestleMania, which I had the pleasure to attend. So one may argue that as a 33-year-old male who spent his 33rd birthday uh, attending his first WrestleMania I don't have a lot of ground to stand on when kind of putting down Coachella and influencers and social media gurus attending Coachella. But hear me out because I have some points to make about why WrestleMania is one of the greatest events to attend. Uh, And everyone should do it once in their lifetime, but probably just once because it's seven hours of straight wrestling. And I walked out a changed man for better and for worse. So going back to Coachella. I guess from the perspective of marketing, there were a couple of cool things I saw that I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. Like Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, not only performed and released a movie, uh, debuted around the same time of his Coachella performance, but did this really cool thing with Adidas where he airdropped his new sneaker collab uh, to random people attending Coachella and that's going to be like the big cool thing now that everyone does every brand's going to start airdropping things into uh people's iPhones and we'll see how it works see how it converts but it's cool we got some coverage it got people talking so I can appreciate that marketing aspect of it but man so some of I don't know I don't know what about Coachella drove me nuts but just seeing everybody attending maybe it was 
FOMO, although I don't think so because I hate being outdoors unless I'm surfing at this point or playing basketball and being amongst a, a crowd of people, for better or for worse, probably on some substances, I, 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 I think it would drive me nuts. But a lot of people attend this thing. And it made me think, why do they attend this? And the funny thing that really happened uh, that that was great was Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms used to share your Coachella experiences crashed over the weekend. And so there was a social media outage. And man, can you imagine being an influencer, like booting up your your iPhone to show off your latest Coachella moment and you can't? I mean, there must have been some severe panic attacks going on. And, and, and that to me kind of got me thinking about, you know, are people really going for the experience, which I'm sure they are, but are they also going just to kind of show off Coachella? And I think an extreme version of Coachella is Burning Man. And I've never been to Burning Man. And I know there could be like one or two podcast listeners that, that have, um, all I know about Burning Man is I went on a date with someone who went to Burning Man and saw firsthand some of the photos and the things. And there was like an old guy on a bicycle selling milk and ice cream. And it was super weird. And I just, it's not for me. But hey, if it's for you, go out and burn that man all you want. But I think Coachella is like baby Burning Man from what I understand. Um, definitely gives people a reason to dress in costume. So that's cool. So does Halloween. Not a big Halloween fan anymore either. Um, but the content being put on Coachella, it, it's just more like, hey, I got to show off that I'm actually here versus actually experiencing it. And that to me was the number one thing about WrestleMania that that was amazing. So WrestleMania was held this year at MetLife Stadium. And I sat amongst 82,000, I believe, fellow WrestleManiacs. And I guess this podcast is kind of my coming out episode of, of being a WWE fan. Uh, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I don't think it's real. So don't tweet at me or Instagram like, oh, it's fake. And yeah, I get it. I get it, bro. It's still entertaining. So I watch it. Um, but I attended WrestleMania and it was kind of a joke with a friend. I Shout out to my friend Shane out there. Uh, who was probably the only one willing to go with me to WrestleMania. And I, we had a great time. And I think everyone should go. And I sat amongst, amongst 82,000 people who were just there to watch this event. Were there just to experience with it with other people, with fellow wrestling fans. And let me tell you something, brother. Those were the nicest fans I've ever been around. And any I've been to a lot of sporting events. And the WrestleManiacs were amongst the nicest crowd I've ever been a part of. Um, it was an honor to to watch. Now, this was the tough part. Seven hours of wrestling. Yes, I sat there for seven hours watching wrestling. And luckily, it was a nice day out. But, man, that was that was an experience. But they were – everyone was helping each other. Um, some guy even gave me his WWE belt to pose with. Uh, which was was a highlight of my life. It's now my default Bumble dating pick. Um, so yeah, it's I got a lot out of it. But everyone was just watching the event. They weren't staring down at their phones. They were immersed 
in seven hours of scripted wrestling, yes, but it's like going to the ballet, just with a lot more finishing moves and aerobatic combat. Aerobatic combat? Yeah. Uh, Some chair shots. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And I just got this genuine feeling, and yes, I'm biased. I'm biased towards WrestleMania, but that the people attending WrestleMania were there as true fans, as as a community who bonded together. And I don't know. I don't know about Coachella. I just feel like Coachella, the fans, fans, is that the right word? The goers of Coachella, the Coachella-rati, um, just aren't that genuine. Uh, I'm probably wrong here, so... Maybe I should just go before I talk about it. But the WrestleManiacs, to me, just were such an engaged audience. I can't imagine the same's going down at Coachella. Like, to me, from and I'm basing this so much off of my Instagram stories, and I question, you know, why I have so many Instagram stories featuring Coachella. So in my IG story feed, that's probably a result of the dating apps as well. But, um... I, I, it just, the people there just didn't, they seem to be all about themselves and not about the event. And I think they're just two groups of marker, two groups of people to market to right now. And they're the people who are just about themselves. And then there's the people who actually care about the product. And so while the Adidas thing was super cool and super hip, and I, I've, saw, I've seen a lot of brand marketers focus their attention on events like Coachella and how do we have a Coachella activation and what can we do there? And sure. Like there's, there's room there. There's an opportunity, but man, you want to know what Snickers did at WrestleMania after sitting through seven hours of wrestling, I was starving. And yes, there's food at the venue, but you don't want to miss, you know, a chair shot. So we leave. And as we're leaving, Seven hours, 5.30 to 12.30. So it's 12.30 at night. Um, These people, giant bags full of Snickers, just come to the entrance and drop them in like a garbage can on the outside. Now, a clean garbage can. Uh, We are civilized people. And I had a new, one of the new Snickers bars, one of the new flavors, and it was delicious. And I don't even eat Snickers. I don't even really eat candy. But at the moment, it hit so hard. And it was so good. And that's just old school marketing at the end of the day. Like, I tried their product at a point where I was super hungry. There was Snickers branding, obviously, all over the event. Snickers is a main sponsor of WWE. Not a sponsor of Teed Up. But hey, Snickers, if you're out there, not opposed to it. But uh, I tried their product, and I engaged with Snickers. And it was just an old-school tactic that I just appreciate in front of 82,000 people who are hungry, hungry for Snickers. Um, so it, I just think about comparing and contrasting the, the two different audiences and the two different events and these different tactics that marketers are using at live events. And to me, uh, Snickers won this battle. Snickers figured out what the consumer audience should be and did a great job there. So well done. Kudos to you, Snickers. And I uh, I don't know. 
you tell me, should I go to Coachella? Should I experience the insanity that is firsthand? I'm certainly not going to Burning Man. Like, no, I'm just not. If I want to go to a desert and, you know, kind of find myself and I'll just, I'll just like, I'll go to like, I don't know, Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale. There's like a desert out there. And I'll just like chill for a couple of hours. Like, I don't know. I, I won't drink water for like a day. Let's see what happens then. I'll go dehydrated. Uh, so I don't know. Just that whole experience to me is so far. But maybe I'm wrong. But I think what this kind of also shows is just, you know, marketing today and picking your spots. Um, do you want to be Snickers or do you want to be Adidas? You know, and Obviously, the brands have different audiences to go after, and there's different tactics, but I can't help but think that the WrestleManiacs are going to eat a lot more sneakers. Oh, Snickers. See what I did there? It's early in the morning. Um, And care about them versus, you know, the Coachella crowd, to me, is very into themselves. Um, And Fickle? But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it's a it's it's food for thought, pun intended. Um, but but now that I've added myself as a WWE fan, I do want to take some time to talk about why it's awesome as a marketer to watch this thing. Um, I grew up as a fan of it. I was turned on by a couple of buddies into the to the quote unquote sport. It is a sport. Uh, those guys do some amazing things uh, athletically. Um, and we were, of course, like every, like every kid growing up in New Jersey, you know, we had our, our own like backyard wrestling moments. And, uh, I just started watching and this was in the era of stone cold and the rock and, and it's fun. It was just fun stuff. No one ever really believed it was real, but it was kind of like Santa Claus. You kind of wanted to, even though you, you knew it wasn't. Um, so I grew up, I grew up watching it and then I took like a, 20 year hiatus I'd say I think from the ages of 13 to <laughs> 13 to like 31 I probably didn't watch it uh, I don't I had college and I I'd had my career to start and then randomly like a year and a half ago I just put it on and maybe two years ago uh, one night and you know what there's a lot of stuff you can watch on TV this was something that kind of caught my attention and then I kind of got into it. And, uh, I love the fact that, you know, this product takes, uh, a person and basically puts them into one of two buckets. You're either a face, a baby face when you're a hero or you're a heel. So baby faces are the good guys. They're the people you root for and heels are the bad guys. They're the people you boo. And, I think the WWE has this ability to create these personalities uh, through, you know, effective writing and, and, you know, staggering out different moments in their events to build up to these storylines, unlike any other product. And I think a lot of marketers can take away, you know, learnings from watching wrestling and how to how to capture the audience and how to get them to emotionally connect to these personas. that these wrestlers are, are creating and it's, it's amazing. And so that's, I think that's the reason I say that I love it. Um, it might also just be that I, I like seeing a chair shot every now and then, like who, who doesn't? Um, 
but but yeah, it, it's it's an awesome thing to watch. And yeah, the WWE has has its conflicts. Uh, you know, they did a pay per view in, in Saudi Arabia that 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 was a little bit questionable. And you know, John Oliver just came out with with an expose on how some of the employees are treated like contractors. And yeah, that stuff bothers me. But overall, they do a lot of good uh, as well. Uh, I'm fascinated by their business model. So growing up. For me to watch a pay-per-view, you know, one of my buddies basically had to figure out how do we get, you know, the parents to pay for, you know, a $70 pay-per-view at the time, which just didn't go over too well. Um, but now they have a subscription service, and I believe they're up to 1.59 million paid subscribers on the WWE Network, uh, which is insane. Uh, that are paying $10 a month to watch each pay-per-view. And so the WWE is also a great example of a company uh, that that runs a subscription business and is putting out the content that their fans want that keep keeps them coming back month after month. Um, I have to imagine there's very little churn. I mean, they've mastered the pay- they've mastered the transition of the pay-per-view model to uh, subscription content. And man, I think every content provider can can learn from them. Uh, I think you're starting to see some rivals come up. Not rivals, but um, complementary products, uh, services uh, to the WWE Network. Uh, ESPN Plus, to a degree, is, is giving content in sports you know, behind a paywall. DAZN, uh, uh, not DAZN, but DAZN is, is, is up and coming and they're focusing on boxing now, but I can imagine they're going to expand their verticals. And so WWE really has set the bar uh, for these companies and, and has kind of shown them how to evolve your company, evolve your your model, of uh, your revenue model. Uh, so that's a great lesson to all startups. So that's uh, that's a really interesting thing, thing to observe and to, to watch. Uh, sorry, it's early and... and I think my spring allergies are kicking in, so so bear with me, teed up listeners. I appreciate your support. Um, yeah, and so WrestleMania 35, uh, awesome event. It was a bucket list item of mine. Uh, and everyone should go. Uh, you're sitting amongst the masses uh, and just take it in and... I still can't get over the fact that I sat there for seven hours. Like I still am like, that was too long. So taking it back a little bit and looking at the event, like let's make it four or five hours, WWE, like just come on. Uh, the same argument I can make for the Coachella people leaving their kids at home. I, I guess you're bringing your kids to WWE. So that's the other thing. Like, Hey, Co- Coachella, probably not bringing your kids. WWE WrestleMania bringing your kids. It's family entertainment for the most part. Um, they've really done a lot to, to clean up the product so that, you know, kids can enjoy watching it. And I think at the end of the day, as we get older, you know, of course I was, um, I was reflecting on my 33rd birthday about being there. And, uh, I can't lie. There's a, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, it'd be cool to bring kids to this thing. And I think that's like the mature version of me looking and saying, Man, I don't know what type of father I'm going to be. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? But um, but I'm a little in my feelings right now. Uh, 
it was a fun event. Uh, it it was one of the better live sporting events I've ever been to. I think next year it's in Tampa Bay, and so I'm tempted to make the road trip uh, down there, but we'll see. But long story short, uh, from a marketing perspective, from a live event perspective, if I had to, if Coachella is in one corner and WrestleMania is in the other, I think WrestleMania gets the win and a knockout. Gets the 10 count, raises the arm, WrestleMania wins. Wins the championship belt of these two events if they were going back and forth. Um, I would love to see a debate between some of the WWE universe that was there versus some of the Coachella universe that was attending Coachella. Um, you could pick three topics, any topics. I don't, I don't care what they are, but I think that would be hilarious. It'd be a fun thing to watch. It's like a debate show format. Uh, you can tweet at me or I, I say this every episode, but I don't think anyone has ever done this. So let's, let's, let's try to get this going. Tweet at me or post on my Instagram, you know, what three topics would you want to see the Coachella universe debate, uh, against the, WWE universe. It could be anything, anything. And I think you'd get some, some premium entertainment and maybe that will be my own premium subscription service. The teed up premium content. Uh, we'll host these debates. Anyway, you've been a great audience today. That's all I got for now. Thank you for listening to teed up. I'm Andy Rosenberg and I'll see you at WrestleMania 36 brother. <laughs>